Well, Oprah Winfrey is parting ways with Weight Watchers after nearly a decade following her admission that she's used a weight loss drug. Yeah, it's a big story. Let's get some more. Here's our entertainment editor, Peter Ford. Hey, Pete. Um, Oprah has chosen to step down. Yes, they say she has chosen to step down. I guess that means she wasn't tapped on the shoulder. What is undeniable is she did a lot of damage to the brand, her own brand, the brand she has a 10% stake in. Now, this happened because she made an admission that she was using an unnamed, medically prescribed drug to assist her losing weight. Now, this came after a lot of speculation. So, on the one hand, you might admire her for being very honest. On the other hand, though, it's undeniable that that was extremely damaging for the Weight Watchers brand. Instantly, people started saying, well, I don't need to be at Weight Watchers. I'll do what Oprah does. I'll go and get Ozempic and get on that and lose weight. So that's what happened. The share price dropped instantly. Wow. But it's been riding out for a bit of time now, and she's decided to step down from the board. So she still will maintain her share in the company. But it's an odd thing for Oprah. I mean, she knows very well the idea of marketing and and the power of her own voice and example. And she also knows very well in her contract, it states very clearly that you can have nothing to do with any other weight loss product or service. So it's a very rare misstep in the business world for Oprah. Now, the upside of all this is that she's continuing her stake in the company and the profits from that she's now going to be donating to the National Museum of African American Culture and Arts. So a good thing comes out of it. Yeah. But nonetheless, it's a, it's a rare black mark against Oprah's name. You know what, I just think it speaks to how difficult this whole area is for women and weight loss and diet and it, it it just speaks to how difficult the whole area is. So it is yeah, mm, for anyone losing weight. I mean, you, know, you get you get desperate. And you want you'll do anything sure. to lose weight, but you know just when you're involved directly in a company, it's it's has repercussions. Yep, yep, got it. Now, Pete, you've got an update for us on the alleged Christian Horner scandal. This comes after the Formula One boss was cleared yesterday of any wrongdoing. Yeah, fascinating twist in this story. So, backstory very quickly. Uh, Red Bull's Christian Horner, who, of course, is married to Jerry Halliwell, was accused of inappropriate conduct towards an employee within the ranks. And it was alleged he was sending these sexy messages to the employee who didn't want them. There was a full, and we're told, independent investigation that took place that this time yesterday we were reporting he'd been com completely clear of any wrongdoing. So you would think that's the end of the story, right? He moves on, everyone forgets about it. Well, what's happened overnight is somebody, presumably not happy about the outcome of that investigation, has gone and sent all of the text messages, the actual screenshots of the text messages, to a numerous number of journalists across the UK. Now, they can't print them legally. They can report on them, but they can't show them, as we indeed can't show them now. Now, we can't show them because they're so hot or so dirty. That's not the reason. I've seen them. They're all over the internet. But they are certainly flirtatious. But we can't show them for legal reasons because, you know, it crosses a line of invasion into someone's private data. But also, they're data. alleged... We, don't, we can't... Um 
vouch for the... We can't or, be 100% vouching right, for it. So That's true. Text yeah. Mm. So now what it does is, although I say they're not dirty messages, they're certainly inappropriate and they're flirtatious. And we don't know how Jerry, who was up until now being very clear that she's standing by her man, whether indeed she will change her tune just as she's about to fly out to Bahrain to join him for the Grand Prix there. Mm. Uh, Beyonce fans are questioning her new what? hit no, song. This is no, the this no. is the country music one that she's just released. Yeah. Texas Hold'em. Mm. So you're going to have to listen because what's happened, we go through a lot of these stories I know. Uh, this, in this particular case, we're not talking about any pending legal action, but certainly people are saying, hang on, that sound, sound, song sounds like something else. So what you're about to hear, you'll hear Beyonce and Texas Hold'em, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard by now. It's been out for about two weeks. And then we've butted that together with what people are saying is the song it sounds surprisingly like, and that's the car cartoon show, Franklin, the theme song from that. Now, listen carefully. Oh, I don't know. What do you reckon? Well, I know one's not as sexy as the other one. <laughs> Larry likes the first one. I, I think I, the first one is a standout for me. Mm. I, I'm not seeing a huge similarity, but then I am no... Uh, um, student of music, but yeah. I think she's okay. What do you think? Hey, well, yeah. who, who's complaining? Is it the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Who's, <laughs> who's running this horrible campaign? Yeah, you would think the people who wrote the Franklin theme song, if they truly thought they had a case, we would have heard about legal action by now. We're yeah. not. These are just random people saying, to me it just sounds like a kind of generic you know, country and western guitar riff, basically. <laughs> Sorry, I <I'm> just... <laughs> It's uh, very good. Okay. Well, hang on. I, I noticed the turtles don't wear many clothes either. And also... <laughs> there are some similarities. <laughs> I'm sure the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got something to say about Franklin ripping off their idea. Who came about first? About being a turtle? Yeah. Who like, came, who came first? first? The, the Franklin or the Leonardo? Or the... It's a very... I, I think we need to run that, Kylie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll keep an eye on that one. Hey, back home... Well, I don't know if she is home, but certainly one of our own. Elle McPherson is celebrating her 60th birthday in style. Is it here yeah. or overseas she's doing well, this? Well, she, her actual birthday is March 29, turning 60, but this weekend on the cover of Wish magazine, the Australian magazine, Australian newspapers mm -hmm. magazine, she's made that cover. It's a stunning cover. Great interview inside. Now, why this... What's the big deal about that? Because it's not the first time, obviously, that Elle's had a cover of a magazine. But the great synergy here is not only is it Elle's 60th birthday just down the road, but also it's the Australian newspaper's 60th birthday as well. So they thought that was a great tie-in, which indeed it is, and it's a great photo shoot. So that's out this weekend. I think that cover, her cover, is reminiscent of Kylie's cover for Horse and Hound. <laughs> so we need to... You should call the lawyers. Yes. So Slater and Toby. Just get someone onto that. It's yeah. an easy mistake to make. Like similarities <laughs> hey, are... Good on you, Pete. Similarities <laughs> are just you. glaring, you. aren't they? <laughs>